Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Comic book lovers, have your favorite comics safely delivered to your home or office from SoFanComics.com. Choose from Batman, Hulk, Spider-Man, Wonder Woman, Spawn, John Wick. SoFanComics.com have them all and more. Comics make great gifts, so be sure to do your gift shopping at SoFanComics.com. They have great deals and ship worldwide. Order your favorite comic books online at SoFanComics.com. S-O-F-A-N. SoFanComics.com. Welcome to the Transform You Life Show, bringing you the best holistic teachings and experiences around the world. Tailored for solopreneurs and burned out professionals. So get ready to make real life and business transformation with your host, The Is Check this out. We got a great show coming your way today. Oh, the TLB Digital Broadcast. The number one hit music station. TransformYouBroadcast.com. One station. Milwaukee, Wisconsin. This is the Transform You Live show on WTLB Digital Broadcast. Hello, my people. Today's episode, we are going to explore the story of humbleness. Musician, gentleman, farmer, public service. Definitely a life of transformation. We're going to navigate and learn about how to navigate the depths of internal outlets of natural healing and tapping into that source of empowerment. How to be truly ordained and have a healthy lifestyle. Exploring all that spirituality has uh, available to us and how to really uh, benefit from having flow and exploring what art can do for us we had a conversation with ed roman and this episode here is going to give us all that we need from all the above that i just mentioned and much much more ed is an amazing person and we can all draw from uh just what he has to offer in his wisdom so feel free to uh, sit back and relax I do hope you enjoy uh, this episode and stay on the other side of the spectrum as there will be more information coming your way. Hello, my people, my people. Welcome back. Uh, We are here for another amazing show. We have a very awesome guest. Today, we are going to dive deep and bring on someone who's been promoting what we need in the world, promoting peace, promoting brotherhood, uh, someone who blurs the line between pop, rock, folk, and country music genres. He's an award-winning singer, songwriter, performer, and multi instrument. Well, he can play many instruments. (laughs) I don't like saying long words. And he's from Ontario, Canada, Ed Roman. Hey, Ed, how's it going? Hey, Marcus. Good to be here. Pleasure to be on the show. 
hey, yeah, you know, I, I said a mouthful of uh, who you are, but in your own words, tell us a little bit about yourself and and how you came to, you know, about and what you are doing. How do I start with that? You know, I could give you the playbook, you know, hi, my name is Ed Roman. I'm from, but I think that's not. <laughs> That's the us of the show, and and I think you know whenever I'm signing my uh, letters to people or emails or whatever it might be, um, I usually sign you know Ed Roman, musician, gentleman, farmer, and people are like, what the hell does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, well, it means what it means. Musician's the first thing. I mean, I, I'm I'm I've been playing music since I was a kid. And singing and writing songs just as long and playing in a lot of different groups and recording a lot of different uh, types of music and playing a lot of different kinds of music, exposed to a lot of different kinds of music is just as a result of my, my background. Um, three generations of people living together in one tiny little farmhouse, musician, gentleman, farmer. Um, the farmer is my background too. I mean, I, I, my family's been farming in Canada since the thirties um, and livestock as well as cash crop. Um, my parents brought cattle into the country from Europe many years ago. They were type of beef cattle. We had a very large dairy production farm. Um, my dad and uncle were very into crossbreeding animals and this is what yeah. is sort of a, the craft behind what it means to be a farmer in certain ways is knowing how certain animals should should breed together without actually using a petri dish uh, back in the 70s my uncle sold a calf to japan for 1.6 million dollars as a result of the bloodline of the type of animal and that was a a craft that that cattlemen you know very seldomly have to be able to understand how an animal can be created plus you know as i said farming has always been in my background i still to this day grow a lot of food uh, and i see nice. food and agriculture being really a huge part of who we are uh, not only uh, from many years ago but who we are today and the importance of food and agriculture Gentlemen, well, you know, gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I come from a very political background. Uh, my dad was a devout public servant. I don't like using the word politics. He was the mayor of our uh, town for all, over 30 years. He was uh, chairman of York Region for six. He was police commissioner for 14. But he was also the first federal coalition candidate ever in the history of Canadian federal politics which meant the Liberals and the Conservative Party had ousted their leaders and asked my dad to run as an independent, and he won. Um, wow. He did this the entire time. He had multiple sclerosis and a brain tumor. Um, so th this is the idea of being a public servant and being a gentleman and having diplomacy in, in your, your concept of who you are as a person, uh, your moral sort of compass. That all kind of comes from that part of the background. So that statement as to who I am, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Canadian musician, gentleman, farmer, Ed Roman. You know what, your, your upbringing, man, it, it really gives a hint to the direction you, you really, you know, uh, wanted to go in uh, as far as the, the, the work you're, you're doing uh, currently. Um, 
can can you just you know just share a little snippet you know um because like i i can highlight you know just some of you know the uh humanitarian work you have done you know just just uh some of the things you've done in jamaica some of the things you have done uh for uh for the for the the veterans and 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 most currently um uh share a little bit about that and 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 what you know what was your motivation behind that? That's a great question, my friend, because, I, you know, I mean, why do we do what, do what we do other than going out, <clears throat> excuse me, to get a paycheck or whatever it might be? Uh, you know, the living experience for me is, is, is how and what I do interacts with it. So in other words, you know, the Veterans Project, as you were mentioning, I, I mean, you know, a good buddy of mine uh, here, he's he's an ex-vet and he's got a lot of issues and, you know, he's not capable of doing certain things sometimes. And he's, you know, we, we love each other and, and we argue and that's what makes our relationship really great. And, you know, he, he's one of the reasons why I'm, I'm partially working, doing what I'm doing with Michael Stover um, and for me, it was giving back in some way. And I was approached by uh, Heart Songs for Veterans. I met uh, Jill Pval uh, many years ago now in Jersey uh, when I was playing down there. And they were looking for material and artists to contribute. And, you know, this is the thing about music. Aside from it being, you know, maybe something we put on at the restaurant or the dinner table music or we're dancing at home or we're going out to a club, it also has a higher function to me, you know, and yes. other events around the world that have occurred as a result of musicians coming together uh, to raise money or to make people aware are, 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 you know, a big part of why language and culture and art culture, um, literary culture is so important because it empowers so many people. It's more than just a pamphlet. It becomes something that's, you know, uh, outlines the very struggle of what people are going through and as a consequence helps them navigate, hopefully, in some way, you know, what that experience is and how to become involved or how to stay away, perhaps, from certain things. So the veterans thing was, was like, yeah, like i just written this song and I was like, this is a perfect idea for for what they're trying to do and what I'm trying to say about what all that is. Um, and I was like, yeah, I, I want to do it. And proceeds of, of that song go to help vets all over the U.S., like many other artists that are involved with the project. So, again, it's like one of those things where, I, right, you know, I, art for me, as aside from it, you know, becoming, an, you know, arguably a commodity right. for, for for people, um, it, it has this sort of like real life experience. It's even the moments I connect with other musicians or people that I'm playing to or you know, it or places it's taken me. All all of that really enriches my experience and hopefully it becomes symbiotic so that there is that give and take inside of it. Um, and and again, that that's a that's the big spiritual payoff for me. You know, it's like good thoughts, good deeds, good actions. You know, I like that. Yeah, I, I really like that, man. And, you know, and there's a song you got called Global Initiative, and uh, there's a, you know, a real big 
uh, lyric that um, a real Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Wall lyric, you know, it's a real small one-liner in there that, you know, at the end it says, uh, let it flow. Right. You know, and I mean, and um, every time, you know, I, I hear that part of the song, you know, it says, let it flow. You know, and, it, and it's so hard for people to just, you know, um, you know, let something as easy as, you know, um, promoting, you know, the message of, you know, taking initiative in our, our, our globe, our earth, you know, of, uh, you know, uh, helping others and um, promoting, promoting peace, promoting the, you know, promoting, helping you know, their fellow man or, or, you know, being conscious um, on this earth, you know, and being aware, you know, uh, and, and well, being, one thing, you, one yeah. thing you, you said too, that has a lot of gravity is like, you know, well, what makes people change? inside yes. of what that is and, and 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 it's hard sometimes for people because you know a wound may heal but a scar sometimes is always prevalent to some people and caught up in in the psychology of certain things and and the the the, the sociology of certain things when a let's say hypothetically a small village has been greatly affected by the outcome of war and they've lost two-thirds of their family or maybe their whole family as a result of being in the crossfire of something else that is where you disdainment for the experience lasts generations and it can be hard for people on that level to re-navigate what that means to let it flow is easy to say but sometimes even harder to do and it's something that we have to be consciously thinking about every day because consciously every day we're bombarded with <laughs> the continual array of negativity that whether it be, you know, something that's related to politics or something that's horrific that's happened in, in some kind of an issue, a societal issue, uh, all of that is, is really on, ongoing. So we have to consciously remember to be ongoing about our thoughts inside of that. Otherwise, that territory is always taken over by that. Then for you, uh, Ed, is, is music then your, your gateway or, uh, or is it then the key to unlock uh, that, you know, the blocks when you need to, you know, let it flow? Beautiful question, Marcus. Um, you, you know, it, 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 I, it's there because I need to let it flow. If I'm going to pick up my axe and I'm going to play and I'm going to do something and, and it's reactionary, I'm reacting in, in the, the emotional content of what I'm feeling, even what I start to write. Like, you know, very often I just grab something and start scribbling because I'm reacting to a thought process. And I don't yet know how it evolves when I when I pursue it or I, I allow it to pursue me. 
then, then all of it starts to become clear. But that initial spark is all usually for me always reactionary in the positive and the negative. And then what the art form allows me to do is to to place place things in certain ways to go. Well, that's pretty harsh, you know, how can I say this in a different way? Or maybe I do want to be really difficult about what I'm saying because I want to get you to think more about it. So the, the process for me almost becomes, you know, therapeutic, navigating through what all of that represents for me. Um, and that's why I'm also a big proponent of like art and, and music and any kind of art form and schooling process because like um, it's so important to have those vents, um, whether you become Rembrandt or, you know, the next Oscar Peterson or something, regardless, those vents are there for a reason. And they also help us illustrate how we're feeling and who we are as a culture um, and not having that and it preordained somewhere in some app, you know. <laughs> Yeah. It is not is is not healthy. So for me, it it it, it, it kind of is both. Your your question is, is 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 a heavy question because it's it's got all of that, and I see its value for other people that embrace it for that that exact same reason. It's empowerment. Yeah, and, you know, and I and to piggyback off of you, and you know, and and, and to form it into a you know um a you know a way for you to respond to um you know when we think of ordained and healthy <laughs> and you, and, you know, is a good, good place of where, you know, that, that comes from, you know, um, you know, uh, we can think of, um, you know, spirituality, um, in, in the, in the divine, um, you know, uh, that, that spirit, that, that, that unknown, um, that realm, you know, um, and, you know, uh, there's, there's gotta be something, that's definitely empowering us that we can't see uh, when we are uh, very, 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 very heavily in the flow. Um, and in, in art, when we are, you know, letting those, uh, those creative juices uh, flow, um, you know, I, I have, I have no, I have, you know, experienced this, you know, at, at, uh, in my most uh, creative times when, you know, when I, whenever I had given a speech or when I was doing public speaking, when I was just pulling things out of, out of nowhere, uh, you know, and, and, you know, I can just feel this huge surge of like divine energy coming from somewhere, you know, um, have you ever felt that or, you know, and, and, you know, can you, you know, um, can you describe that, that feeling, you know, for the audience? You know, um, or can or can you think of a time where, like you, you know, um, <laughs> or can you describe another supernatural, you know, experience? Well, no, I, I know exactly what you mean because, I mean, this is even goes back to like uh, ancient times in terms of accessing and or being a part of the current um and I, not the in the moment current but i mean the current the current the electrical current whatever it represents i'm using the word electric but it's not even that it it has such ethereal and subtle energy connections to who we are as people that um i question <laughs> 
where some of the information comes from because <laughs> Is that I'm that? thinking to myself, you know, and I work quite often in stream of consciousness or when I've done other speaking engagements before, those connective thoughts that you have to one basic idea that makes you start to realize, wait a minute, you're being pulled through all of this. You're, you are the, the in, in the weirdest of ways, the transmitter or the receiver, excuse me, but then you're retransmitting and in some way computing the information, you know, uh, and I'm using, you know, the, the, the computer factor inside of it. But to me, it, it's more of the Godhead feeling of like, even in the, even in, I'm jumping around, but even in the completion of a phrase or an idea or something that has been sublimating itself to you and then all of a sudden it starts to click inside of a melody or a chord structure that you're wait 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 you're almost like you can hear it and 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 and, and you know and all of a sudden it's yes this is you know it, it, you almost can't deny it that's that's how like quick and and the experience can be it's it's like riding a wild animal almost yeah. and sometimes and you can hardly even keep up with the information sometimes because of how fast it comes and then you think my god i haven't stopped speaking for an hour you know like where did all this information come from um so yeah i i get it and there's this is the this is the other thing about it is that the paranormal experiences that I've been lucky enough to have, and I know I'm delving into another drawer here, but oh no, by I, all means, I, 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 I see. I mean, because because you, Ed, you're you're the guy who you know uh, had a album <laughs> in 2014 that was entitled "Letters from High Altitude uh, Latitudes." I was, you know, I, I'm trying to you know figure out what you would think, you know, what was inside of your head then. <laughs> so. Well, yeah, and that's the thing. It's like this, 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 those you take out, so those spiritual overtones of those moments we were just talking about yeah. in the light of creativity somehow go hand in hand with that same perceptiveness of what, okay, as you're thinking in your daily process, there's things going on. Where's my shoes? Okay, did the laundry get done? Okay, what's for dinner tonight? Where the kids, you know, kids, whatever it might be. There's all this stuff that's continually running through the system. But when you, when you, you can stop it for, for a while and, and it's like listening to the air you know, it, it, there are these things that start to show themselves in the oddest of ways. And, and, and they could be a consequence of experience. So something traumatic occurs. And as a result, there are these unbelievable amount of occurrences that happen. And you go, well, that's, there's no way. It's, it's just coincidentally, it's impossible. And psychologists would go, well, you're anthropomorphizing these kinds of things because you're <laughs> looking for answers and da da da. But yeah. no. There are some things that are so staggering that you, they need reports written on them that, that have that same kind of connection to getting the artistic information or trying to, to, to move through it. When I am writing, I'm not in the middle of a busy subway or on a street, beep, beep, and there's cars and what. I like to go to a quiet place so my brain and my mind can wind down. And, and meditation and 
connectiveness to the spiritual world and those aspects of things also come through these moments of relaxation or, or as I said, listening to the air almost. And when that happens... Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Is inflation taking a bite out of your grocery budget? Andrews Federal Credit Union is here to help. Introducing our Inflation Buster Share Certificate with 5% APY for seven months now through December 14th. Bring your money to Andrews Federal Credit Union today. The Inflation Buster account must be open with new money. Andrews Federal Credit Union membership is not just for the military. We also serve the community. Visit andrewsfcu.org. Federally insured by NCUA. Membership eligibility required. APY equals annual percentage yield. Must have a thousand dollar minimum balance to earn advertised APY. What, what just occurred here? Because you're slowing your life down. You're slowing your, your system down to that point that you let your subconscious and your conscious meet at the, in this other parallel that you don't normally do because the daytime, you know, got to be on. So, uh, that I, you know, th- th- that's where I see there's that connection point between, you know, yes, I've had those moments in writing and feeling and at the same time I see them akin to to those other kinds of moments that have been wet like what just happened there yeah I, I greatly appreciate you sharing that and you know and and you know I, I really you know have noticed you like you know subliminally I don't know if you like you know uh subliminally you know um you know put it in your mess in your songs <laughs> or or if it just you know if it just comes to you you know um like even in the uh, song i am love you know um you know you 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 uh, i hear be a messenger you know uh, radical you know vibrational you know you know those you know that's that's a clear description you know of what you know what happens sometimes and you know i am love you know um, we you know we definitely are love and and i think you got to really be really open yourself up to 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 be able to receive you know um you know um receive the message and re, you know and receive receive that type of receive that type of um that power um you know that that type of uh, type of energy uh, that's that's available to all of us um, well, and you know, it's interesting what I've learned about uh, working with the Dyslexia Society. We were talking off air yes. a little bit about that. And this is um, the, the, the very thing that they labeled was the problem is actually, I, and I've come to understand listening to other people talk about it, including like Henry Winkler and other people that are very big proponents of, of what this is, is that it's actually a gift. And and what I mean by that is a lot of people are like, what well, if it's a disability, how could it be a gift? It's only a disability if we label it that way. Right. If we see it as for what it is and and understand the formula for why it is that it is that, it starts to change that perception for whoever's involved in it, whether it be a teacher, the child, the person that's dealing with it, it doesn't matter. Point being is that Dyslexia is a three-dimensional comprehensiveness uh, or comprehension aspect to who we are. 
two-dimensional is auditory and it becomes what text and regurgitation of information really is about. Three-dimensional thinking doesn't think about it that way. In fact, three-dimensional thinking allows you to change the perception of what two-dimensional thinking and auditory abilities are. So in essence, there's another parallel to what that is in terms of um, what is it that I've put into my music? The, the lyrical content or the stories or the things that I'm talking about hopefully offer those kinds of things in, in your spatial dimension. This is one of the things I fell in love with as a young listener of music was that the, the, some of the lyrics that I listened to, you know, through the late 60s, 60s and 70s, they, couldn't, they weren't esoteric, but what they were were things that were more based on poetic justices of moments in time. Yes. And it, and allowed the listener to, and not only that, because you didn't have a visual spectrum continually, allow the imagination to, to again, circumnavigate what that statement or word or phrase may be saying. And as a result, that's where I think creative writing in that process for me and my gift, it, no, I'm not going to call dyslexia a problem anymore, uh, comes together because it, it, it's one of the main reasons, again, why I gravitated to music because of literary struggles. But at the same time, it allows me to sort of think and create outside of the box, as opposed to there being some sort of rigid framework. And to tell you the truth, a lot of that thinking is happening continually in in my life. I'm always like, well, if that's broken, how can we fix it? A buddy of mine in Jamaica had a problem with his horn. His pads were falling off. So it's like, and, and it's, so it's, oh, I got this hunk of luggage. I cut it out into the right shapes. You know, like, you know, I'm destroying luggage to fix a horn, getting crazy glue, putting them <laughs> on the pads. Like, and the horn started to work. So you could play this like hour gig that he was playing, right? But right. that's the way I'm always thinking about stuff and it makes life a little bit more interesting and exciting and it permeates through what I do in, in the, my art. Um, and, and you'd be surprised at how many writers, musicians, actors uh, are dyslexic. Yeah. And what, and what you describe in is, um, you know, real true, you know, you know, the, the ability to, to transform, you know, continuous, you know, uh, evolution, you know, and, you know, not, and, you know, and that, that, that's going to help you, you know, uh, really last through the times, you know, and, you know, we, we greatly appreciate that, you know, and speaking of evolution, you know, uh, tell us a little bit about, you know, the, the, the rollup of your new project you got going on, you know, that, um, you know, that, that speaks to Dyslexia, um, you know, so, and it, it, it is it attached to some new music you got coming to. Sure. Um, well, the whole dyslexia group is a faction of Davis Dyslexia, uh, the Davis Dyslexia Society in the U.S. It was, it's based in California. It was started by Ron Davis many years ago. He himself is a dyslexic and a sculptor, and he developed a three-dimensional curriculum uh, for kids that were struggling, uh, and many kids do. Um, so the, the thing was, is that he took his methods to different places all over the United States, was had meetings with people in education, was trying to integrate it into the national teaching program, especially for younger education. And it just didn't work with them. 
um, and consequently whole dyslexia in, in Canada is a faction of what that is assisting and facilitating kids for tutoring programs to help them academically get from where they need to go. And, and, and so point being is that here's the other thing. The Davis method is in 56 different nations around the world. It's being implemented into all kinds of early education programs and it's working really well. And it's a very simple thing that, that is being done in, in primary. Uh, it's even, it even happens long before high school. But the, the statistics and the things that are coming out are in, incredibly staggering in terms of how it's helping out kids with that connection. It's not uh, funded on a federal level in the United States or Canada. It has to be privately funded. So wow. as a dyslexic, my mom was what the Davis method is and whole dyslexia is of yesteryear. What they wanted to put me on Ridlin, your, your son is hypertensive or hyperactive, uh, you know, he's having trouble learning. My mom was like, no, you're not putting him on drugs and you are, he loves to learn, that's not true. And she spent a lot of time, not only with myself, but my sister, because she also was struggling with it. And she's also was forced to write with her other hand because she's originally left-handed. So right. she's extra, she can write with both hands. But anyway, um, that whole thing was my mom working with us, making sure we could get through the academics. And and some of the, the things that was like word power, word safari and pronunciation and slowing what we needed to down, which meant we had to work three or four times as long as most kids, that got us a C plus, you know, average, B average. Um, but at the same time, we were still like, well, you know, your kid has a learning disability. Um, and But that's another reason why my mom at that point in my life and was trying to encourage my sister into piano lessons and things I, it stuck with me she got me a, a little guitar from a secretary friend that she had who was her daughter so she didn't play it anymore and I started playing and 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 for me that you know writing music and again the dyslexia was a way for me to break out of like well you know I'm really struggling in school but I can write these songs I can I can connect with people because of this but I wrote this song and, and the title track and some of the songs that you're mentioning come from an album called Red Omen. And it's yes. actually an anagram of my own name. Um, oh, okay. It's, it's a dyslexic, you know, if you jumbled up things. Yeah, right? I see that. <laughs> That's so, awesome. so I'm having fun. Yeah, having fun I just, with I just it, right? noticed right. that. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was, and, I was saying, wait, well, hey. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of interesting how you came up with that title. <laughs> I just yeah. know that now. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, and then, and then, uh, the the story itself, uh, I always saw as being like a cartoon. And yeah. I, for a year or so or longer, I reached out to so many different animation houses and people, and it was like, well, too busy, and da da da. People wouldn't get back to me. Welcome to the entertainment business. Um, the, uh, I finally, you know, made headway with a really cool guy and we're buddies now. He's an animator in New York city, the company called there be dragons, creative media. They do a lot of really interesting work on and off Broadway and clients in Los Angeles and New York, but they, he fell in love with the tune. It was a no brainer. We both were like two kids in a candy store coming up with ideas for this. Yes. We re I was recently in New York living and working for the month of May, and we released a video at the School of Visual Arts where we did a whole presentation. 
to talk about its connection to dyslexia and the Dyslexia Society. That video, the story of what and who I guess I am, and uh, at the same time is now part of the facilitating fundraising um, campaign for public and corporate uh, fundraising for facilitating um, tutoring programs for kids. And, and so that for me is like the big payoff. I'm, I'm nice. seeing something that I created out of a problem. I'm sharing it with people. I'm sharing my problem with people, the thing, and, and reminding people that it's not a problem. It's actually a gift, depending on how we look at it. Again, it's connecting to something that's really great, which is helping out kids and raising money for tutoring programs. That's all bigger than me stuff, but really, I'm hoping I can somehow open dialogue with ministers of education or anybody that's willing to listen about Im Im implementing the Davis method into early education because it's it's working uh, in so many other places. And you'd be surprised at the statistics of the amount of kids that struggle with dyslexia um, and other kinds of issues that, you know, we shouldn't be calling issues. We should be looking at how to gravitate into turning them into positives. Right. Absolutely. Man, I, you know, I, I really respect the, respect the work you're doing and you, you're really doing, you know, um, countless, you know, amazing things, you know, um, you know, on a, on a, on a professional level and, you know, just on a personal level and, and, you know, much needed, you know, um, humanitarian work and, you know, nonprofit work, man. Uh, and, you know, it's just, and, you know, we got to take away that, you know, that nonprofit word and just replace it with just, you know, um, you know, human work, you know, human work, you know, uh, love, love work, you know, this is love work, you know, so love God work, you know, so, you know, love godly work, you know, so, you know, and, you know, it's work that just speaks to, to the spirits of uh, people and uh, people that need, you know, these are individuals who, who need us, um, you know, me, myself, you know, uh, who uh, could also comes from, you know, mental illnesses, so, you know, I definitely uh, celebrate the, the work you're doing. And um, tell you, there's another question that I have for you. You know, so one final question before, you know, I, I move on to, you know, uh, asking you for some, you know, ways to get into contact with you or, you know, some stuff that you want to offer up. Uh, now, if it's just one you know, for one, for one, you know, it seems like you, you, you have, you know, fully embraced and, and, and fully, you know, took, you know, um, what, what most people will see, you know, like, like, like you said, you know, people, people label you and, you know, um, they look at, you know, they, they uh, say, you know, um, you know, you got this label and it's, it's, a, it's a disability now. It's a, it's a handicap now. It, it you know, um, take you and then once you got this label uh, sometimes sometimes you'll go through many hardships or many traumas or you know you go through you know you'll go through whatever you know but you know you turned it around you embraced it and you got a full understanding of who you are now as a person and you know you even you know um pan it forward now um what what advice or what word of wisdom can you offer up to, to other people who, who are struggling, um, you know, with the label, you know, uh, whatever label that has been placed on the head. Well, that's, you know, that's another great question. And 
I mean, there are so many different things that we all deal with in different ways. And there's so many of us, but I think it's, it's our very flaws that we, we consider to be flaws, but why do we consider them to be flaws? We consider them to be flaws or, or, or issues because something else is telling us that we, we believe that if it's, if it's continually being promoted and, and if you break that cycle and realize like for me, okay, yeah, I had a hard time in school and yeah, it was difficult. And yeah, there were some names that I was called and yeah, some teachers did some really nasty things. And, but I, I, it was a friend of mine many years ago that said to me like in a personal conversation, it was like, we were talking about it and I was feeling really down about it. And, and he was just like, you know, you have a wonderful vocabulary and you write songs and you tell stories. How, how is it that you have a problem? He said, if anything, if, if all of that has made you stronger and it's become a gift. And, and I, it was like, well, you know, at first it was like, what, you know, like, and then, and then it was like, you know what, he's right. And maybe it took me a couple of years before that sunk in when I was much younger. Um, but, I've seen people that have been, you know, in, you know, in a wheelchair and they're doing, if they have a disability, that's like that. Yes. And, you know, they don't want to be treated any differently. They want to be treated like the, peer, the person that they are, the spirit that's inside of the car. The car may be damaged or may not be, you know, functioning on, 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 on another level. And as a result, doesn't mean that there's not a person in there. That they're not experienced. Stephen Hawking is like a prime example, like one of the most brilliant minds of the 20th and 21st century. And, you know, he was incapacitated most of the time um, in his life. It's my dad's struggle with multiple sclerosis and a brain tumor. I mean, the guy, what he did in his life between, you know, when he was young and he should have actually died living with his brain tumor uh, as a child, the type of tumor that it was played football, was drafted by the Toronto Argos and played hockey with some amazing people like Frank Mahovlich because he was such a good hockey player. He was, as I said, did all his public service work. He lived an incredible life and he did that with all of this struggle and kept going. Right. Uh, and, and, and in the weirdest of ways, it was the thing, not the thing that protected him in the end. It was, it was the thing that it was part of his very demise. But when people were slandering him in public office saying, well, you can't have a cripple in public office back in the eighties and things like that. I mean, how can you say that? How can you say that? How can you say that a person isn't capable of, of having a brilliant conjecture and developing great diplomacy with anybody just because if they're walking in crutches or in a wheelchair? That's 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 it's hypocritical and, and just disgusting. I mean, it's as simple simple as it is. But uh, again, it's it's those struggles in the weirdest of ways that somehow be, end up becoming our strengths. It, it makes us the, the very scars you get every day make you stronger somehow in some way, right? Just like those lyrics say in that song. Exactly. I like it, man. Well, <laughs> we <laughs> man, you, you know. 
you, you just off you just gave us so much man and you know we really appreciate you so much and and you know before we let you go uh we just want to give you the you know like uh the opportunity just just to you know if it's a way for us to get in touch with you and learn more uh about you know the, uh, your project you have or anything else you have coming up tours music uh anything um what how can we get in touch with you uh what's the best way to connect with you uh lay it all out for us <laughs> <laughs> Well, it would be edroman.net is the website. You can, can contact me always through my management, Michael Stover at MTS Management in Pittsburgh. And uh, please check out anything that's going on with Red Omen, the video, and its relationship, relationship to hold dyslexia, any of the public or corporate fundraising that's happening. Uh, I'd also like to say there's a bunch of new music that's coming out over the next little while from a project called a recipe for perpetual spring uh you always find me on social media at special ed roman learning disability right special ed that was my nickname in school so you can um you can always reach out to me check me out on twitter instagram through that mo you can uh, facebook through that obviously my youtube channel and the videos and stuff that i'm putting out and I appreciate the opportunity to be on the show, Marcus. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Wonderful, oh, wonderful, man. wonderful questions, man. Wonderful questions. Oh, yeah, man. You have wonderful answers. <laughs> you got the, you, you know, wealth of wisdom, man. You, and you're, you're, you're a fun guy to, you know, to talk with, you know, and like, man, you, you guys got to watch his videos. He has, he has a lot of, a lot of energy in his, in his YouTube videos. Go check out that YouTube, you know, you know, go hit that subscribe button and hit the notification bell too. So, you know, so definitely thank you, thank you man you know so um we'd like to have you back uh hold the line and uh, we're gonna uh touch bases with you so we we've been talking with ed roman uh so you guys uh make sure you reach out to him uh touch bases with him and make sure when you reach out to him tell him that the transform you media broadcast network sent you i'm marcus hart your host we'll be right right back Hey, that concludes today's episode. I hope you enjoy listening to that wonderful episode. We had a conversation with Ed Roman today. And let's not forget about our sponsor, SoFan Comments. Awesome comments delivered to your door. Visit SoFanComments.com. That's SoFanComments.com. And let's not forget about our other sponsor, Google G Suite. 14 days on us. Try Google G Suite for extra cloud spacing business collaboration tools to upscale your business at an affordable cost google g suite deals.transformu.us that's deals.transformu.us and if you want to subscribe comment tell us how we're doing or play this awesome interview and other awesome interviews in our podcast archive and great music Visit transformubroadcast.com. That's transform the letter U broadcast.com. Until next week, many blessings, peace, and lots of love. And we will see you on the other end of the spectrum.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+ plus. terms and conditions apply. See website for details.